This episode is sponsored by CoachSnap. Are you looking for an all-in-one platform to help you build your coaching business? Then you need CoachSnap. It allows you to schedule appointments, collect payments, train and support all of your clients' needs. Health, fitness, hockey, football, or even life coaches can use CoachSnap. It's the business platform that will help you be the best coach you can be. Welcome back to another episode of Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser, and this week, my guest is Bryn Lang. She is a networking and business building genius. From motherhood to millionaire status, she is the queen of balancing home and hustle and helping others do the same. Known for her real talk and focused online business building strategies, her skill set is multiplying successful mompreneurs across the globe. She is an international speaker equipping high-level network marketing teams to turn up their badass business strategy and make a difference online and at home. When you or your team are ready to accelerate, Bryn is your best next step. Everybody, please welcome Bryn. Hi, Paola. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Super excited to be here. I got to get a little whoop, whoop, because that's my jam. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy to have you. Okay, so I met Bryn through Danelle, our mentor, and... It's funny because we have weekly calls with our mentor and Bryn hardly ever shows up. <laughs> so I was like, who is this girl? Why does she think she's too hot stuff to show up for the Zoom calls? And then we had a getaway mastermind, like in-person retreat in Vail. And me and Bryn just connected instantly. She is an amazing human being with a ginormous heart. But she's a lot like Oprah, where she is not a people person. <laughs> So it's the reason why she keeps herself separate. And I totally understand that. Oprah is the same way. She loves to give, 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 but she also loves her solitude, which is very well respected on my end. So thank you so much for being here, Bryn. I am super, super excited to be here. And I have to uh, share something about that really quick because I don't want everybody to think that I'm like this, but <laughs> no, you're not. Who just doesn't show up for things, but. One of the main reasons that I I will tell you is not necessarily just because I am a severe introvert, but I have also learned through a big part of my journey that intentionality is one of the most important things in our life. Mm -hmm. And through years of, of really struggling when it came to burnout, when it came to building my businesses... I just really realized that being intentional with my family and and my child is one of the most important things for me. And so unfortunately, when we have our weekly meetings, that's that is exactly the the same time I pick up my kid from school every day and that is like a really big it's a big thing for us, yeah. Well, because there I spent years building my business where I was on the phone constantly and one of the times that I always ended up to being on the phone it seemed like was when I was picking him up from school. Yeah. Well, I love that you prioritize thing. Yes. Yes. He's my, he's my everything. (laughs) Well, Bryn, let's talk about the beginning of your journey. How did it all start? Yeah. So that's a loaded question. I mean, (laughs) right. For everybody. It is. When you think about the beginning of, of the journey. Well, of course I came out of my mother's hoo-ha like everybody else, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, we all did. Yeah. I don't specifically remember when that happened, but 
I'm sure it was a very traumatic experience yeah, for, for her, all of us. <laughs> yeah, definitely for her. I, uh-huh. I, can you imagine being the baby? Oh God. What, what that I'm glad we have like. no memories of that. <laughs> I know. I know. It's funny because I tease my kid constantly when he aggravates me. I'm like, you know where you came out of, right? He's like, mom, don't say that. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so Uh, Okay, so I, Bryn Lang, I live in Brandon, Mississippi currently. Um, I'm originally from Los Angeles, California, Mm. and I spent my first 18 years there. I am the child of a very young divorce. My parents got, they got divorced when I was four years old. In fact, I remember the day that my dad left very clearly because I was laying in my bed. I remember I had my feet up on the wall. Mm -hmm. Um, I always put my feet up on the wall. It used to drive my mom crazy because I would get like my little dirty footprints all over the wall. And I remember being in the the bed and my dad coming in to kiss me goodnight and him leaning over. And this is the weirdest thing. He was holding the the hairdryer. Uh My dad had long hair, but he was holding the hairdryer. You know, I was four years old. It's just, it's, Mm -hmm. and um, he was holding the hairdryer and I'm like, why the heck is my daddy holding the hairdryer, you know? And he just bent over and he kissed me on the head and he said, I love you so much, but I have to tell you goodbye. And yeah, I I remember not really understanding what that meant at four years old. I'm like, okay, I love you too. Bye. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And, but then I woke up the next day and I remember seeing my mom and her eyes were all red and And my dad, he didn't come home that day. Mm. And then, you know, a week went by and he still wasn't there. And another week went by and he still wasn't there. And then there was a new man in our home. And yeah, I remember my mom getting me all dressed up in this like frilly little white dress and taking me, she was working at a restaurant at the time and she was a waitress and, and this man was a bartender there. And she dressed me all up in this pretty little white dress and sat me at the bar counter and he made me a Shirley Temple and he said it in front of me and he was just telling me how pretty I was and it made me feel not right. But at that point in my life, I didn't really know what that meant. I just felt like it felt wrong in my stomach. And, you know, this, he, he came home with my mom and he never left. So were they dating like while, you know, is that the reason why your dad left or replace your dad? Yeah, I, you know, they've been having trouble now that I know the story. They've been having trouble for a long time. I'm, you know, I don't really, I've never really asked my mom if, you know, anything was happening before, but apparently there was something happening on the other side too. I don't, I don't really yeah. know the full story. All I know is it went, happened left. pretty fast yeah. for you. Yes. And, and as a kid, you know, all of a sudden there's this new person in the house and he, he, you know, the way he made me feel was not good. And so mm-hmm. that, that really was the beginning of a life full of just fear and not feeling safe, comfortable. Yeah. In my own house. And so really that started, they ended up getting married. It was, I I think it was like five years later, they got married, but he lived with us the whole time. And it was just an unsafe environment. He was physically, emotionally, and unfortunately, sexually abusive. I, (sighs) you know, I always, you know, was looking over my shoulder. I never knew when his hand was going to come in and you know, by the time I got to high school, 
I was cutting myself to oh my gosh. basically get attention. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I remember my mom, she, she found out obviously, cause I had the, I wasn't, I wasn't cutting myself deep enough to really hurt myself. It was more of an attention thing. And yeah. I remember my mom asking me, even though I wanted the, I wanted somebody to know, I didn't know how to say it. Yeah. And so when I graduated high school, I worked really, really hard to get a full ride volleyball scholarship so that I could literally move all the way across the com- country. So I moved from California to Mississippi. But at that point, I mean, I was just a broken individual. Yeah. So you didn't um, you really know, tell anybody at all growing up? No, nobody. No Not your friends I, in high school? Had, no, no, nobody knew. And everybody had their suspicions. I can definitely tell you that now. Did Looking your mom back, have her suspicions? Did your mom know or have a clue? I I know she knew that he was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I don't know she knew the extent of it. I mean, he would take, like, make me dress up in my, my bathing suit and take pictures, like, modeling on his Harley. I remember when I was in sixth grade sixth doing grade? that. Oh, my yes. gosh. And I actually just burned those pictures a few years ago. Because oh I, I always had them. And I don't know why I, I held on to them. But by the time I was in college, I was a smart kid. I got a full ride. I was a, an extremely excellent athlete. And then I hurt myself. And mm. when I hurt myself and I lost the only thing that I was attached to, I didn't lose my scholarship yet, but I lost my ability to play volleyball. I went, I sunk down into this dark hole and I went into partying and drugs and alcohol and, and men and basically just seeking something, seeking some sort of validation. And I just couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. And, um, I ended up graduating by the skin of my teeth (laughs) (laughs) and met my husband and, you know, this, this really meeting my husband is to me, the really the the big part of my journey where I started to see that there was something on the other side of what I had been through, but mm. didn't didn't really know how to see that. This episode is brought to you by Elage. Let the healing begin. This miracle emollient helps with dry cracked skin, cracked and callous heels, and even eczema. I've personally been using this formula on my feet since Sue Ann was a guest on my show. Ladies, Elage is truly a miracle formula. Let me tell you, I went on a hike recently and I got a rash from some crazy plants. I put some Elage on the rash and it was gone within 30 minutes. Get yourself some Elage and let the healing begin. The link is in the show notes. So did you tell your husband or? No, I did not tell him until after we were married. So I'm I'm getting to that. So we ended up getting married uh, about a year after I met him and... Even before we got married, we were engaged, but we found out that we were pregnant mm. with my son. And so I went, I, I, was, I remember being pregnant and going home to visit my mom. And at this point, she had separated from my stepdad. Oh, thank God. Um, yes. And so I, she was driving me back to the airport. And all of a sudden, she looked over at me and out of the blue, she said, honey, did your stepdad ever touch you? <gasps> And, you know, it's funny because at that point in my life, I hadn't thought about it. Like I had pushed it so far down and I never told anybody that I thought I was okay. But let's be honest, I was not okay. I I could, I could not be intimate with my husband, which I'm going to share something with you today, Paola, that I haven't even told you yet Mm. that you're, I'm probably going to make you cry. But so she asked me and I like, 
it was like, it was like somebody poked a hole in my balloon and all of a sudden all the air just flooded out. It was like all these emotions and these, everything they've been holding in for freaking at that point, I was 24 years old, everything I'd been holding in and it just like my balloon deflated. And Mm -hmm. I looked at my mom and I told her everything. And thank God I did because she was considering going back to him. But that was like the nail, nail in the coffin. And he was so abusive to her as well. I mean, if any of you listening, if you've ever heard of gaslighting, it's really, he was really a really bad narcissist. So anyways, at that point, then I came home and I, I told my husband and, you know, for seven years in our marriage that we were together, I was never able to be really intimate with my husband. And so at at seven years, I remember my, this is where my big turning point happened. My husband just, he was over it. Let's just be honest. He was over it. Like he was over the fact that our, the only, one of the only fights we'd ever have would be, was about sex, Mm. you know, because I didn't want to have it, (laughs) obviously. And so he got to the point at seven years that he just said, if you don't get help, I'm done. And I remember him literally falling on his knees, bawling, crying and looking up at me and asking me, how long was I going to let my past affect my future? And I can, it's one of those things. I can remember every little bit about that moment because it was like, I finally asked myself the same question. And you know, so at that point I, I decided, okay, I'm not ready to lose my marriage. I'm going to get help. And so I got help. I started going to counseling. You know, we went into marriage counseling as well. I started dealing with a lot of these things in my past. And I decided that I didn't want to live in a space anymore where, you know, I let somebody else and what they did to me control my future. And it's really at at this point in my life where I started to empower myself and realize my worth and my skills and my talents. And I, I started wanting to make an impact for other women. And I started sharing my story. Oh my gosh, there's so much power in sharing your story, because there are, there are a lot of women out there sitting with a secret, thinking they're handling it on their own, when in reality, they are not handling it at all. Like to know that it took you that long to actually seek out help, like, you could have been healing that that whole entire time, those seven years could have been your healing process, you know, and it's to me, it hurts my heart because you, you didn't know just how much it was affecting everyone else because you're like, I'm I'm trying so hard to keep it together. And I feel like I'm doing such a great job. But then something happens where it's like this triggering moment where you're you realize you haven't been doing a great job at all. Yeah. And your husband is suffering because of it. And who knows, maybe it trickled down to your son or something because our pains even though we don't express them, it is an energy that it's an energy that comes off of your body. So even if you think that you're doing such a great job, it really truly just permeates outside of your body like an aura. And everyone can tell that you're hurting, but you just don't have the words to express them. Yeah. And you know, it's one of those things. It's not that I didn't know that I was avoiding it. (laughs) I, I just wasn't ready to deal with it. And what a lot of us do is we shove things so far down mm-hmm. that we think we're okay. Cause we, I was a, a very functioning human being, yeah. you know, I wasn't this depressed, like laying in my bed, crying every day, or, you know, I was a normal human, but 
you know, when it came to having one, yeah, I just, I didn't have the desire to want to fix it. Cause I thought, why would I even want to have it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the way that my mind was. And then here I have this miserable husband. So, you know, I go to counseling, I do the things I realize that I want to make an impact on other people. I start sharing my story. I start, you know, getting out there and, and telling people, you know, what I've gone through and, you know, through that, obviously I've built a very, very large business of impact, but, you know, one thing that, that I wanted to share with you today, Paola. So I got counseling and I, I did, I, I started being able to have sex with my husband. Of course we had had sex before, obviously I gotten pregnant, but just, it <laughs> yeah. was like, you know, one yeah. of those once a month type of things, do, taking one for the team, you know, yeah. no enjoyment in it for me. And so I went to counseling and I decided at that point, you know, I am going to make a pact to myself to never say no to my husband again. Because yes. I love him and I want to, I want to show him love. And, and, a, and a lot of men feel love physically. He's a, he's a physical touch, mm-hmm. but still there was no, what I didn't realize, like up until I met Paola in person, <laughs> and I'm going to share this with you today and, and, and don't cry on me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what I didn't realize was that I may have been having sex with my husband, but I still was not having intimacy with him. Yeah. And so the power of people's stories, and I need you to know how much you, I I had the biggest breakthrough a couple months ago when we were in Colorado. I told you this and like, I'm not a crier. I'm not an emotional person, but I, um, after I listened to you tell your story and the last night that we were there before we were going home, I, I, my husband and I had this big argument over the phone over something stupid. Mm-hmm. And we got off the phone and I was laying in bed that night and I just felt this stirring in my soul and I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint what it was, but I, I started to feel God speaking to me and he was asking me, why was it that I was so willing to get so uncomfortable in every area of my life? I'm constantly putting myself in uncomfortable situations to grow mm-hmm. my business to impact other people, to tell my story, to get out there and help other people live their lives to the fullest. It brings me so much joy. And I'm willing to throw myself into the fire all day long and do the most uncomfortable things to do it. Yeah. Yet here I was living in my marriage and not willing to do the same thing for my husband. Yeah. And so I prayed that whole night and oh. I called my husband that morning on the way to the airport And I told him, I said, I just realized that I am so willing to get uncomfortable in every area of my life to make other people's lives better. And here I am not living my life to the fullest. Mm. And I am 37 years old and I only get one life. Yeah, I I have this amazing husband. We'll have been married 12 years, you know, next month. And I haven't even begun to experience what it's really, truly like to have a real marriage or real intimacy. And I came home, Paola, and we have been like 16 year olds. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, we are (laughs) experiencing a real marriage and real intimacy. Me, for me, the first time in my life like all day, every day. Like my kids, like I, you, I liked it way better when you guys like kept that in in the room because <laughs> we're holding hands and we like, we're, yeah. I mean, for somebody who's a severe introvert, I mean, I was even an introvert with my family. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd have to have my alone time. Like 
my life has changed so drastically since I heard you share your story, Paola, that like (laughs) everything about my life is different in the last few months. Like I am living a full life for the first time. And I, everybody listening, I just want you to understand you have a choice. You have a choice every day to sit in your pain and to keep suffering. Yes. That doesn't mean that what you've been through isn't, wasn't hard. It doesn't mean that what you've been through wasn't like shitty, man. But at the end of the day, you get one freaking life. Yep. You get one. And you don't know if tomorrow is your last day on this planet. Mm -mm. How sad would it have been if I had gotten on that plane and died in a plane crash and never experienced what it was like to have real intimacy with my husband because one person made a decision to hurt me. Oh my gosh, I love, love it, Bryn. Oh, so, oh my gosh. So the one thing that I said for those of you guys who weren't in Vail, Colorado, when I shared my story and if for those people who have been in my Fearless Female Movement Facebook group, I say this all the time, you know, I was physically and mentally abused by my mother until I was 17 years old, but I was the one that kept abusing myself for 20 years after that because my mom stopped abusing me at 17 But the person that allowed the abuse to continue was myself. And so even though we look back at our past and we all come from trauma, some kind of pain or suffering, the person that created that pain, like her stepfather and my mother, they've stopped. But guess who continues to carry on the keys of the prison? We do. We keep ourselves in this prison, not allowing people to get intimate with us, not allowing people to get close, not allowing people to really see our true authentic self because we're so afraid of getting hurt again. But we need to get the keys back. We need to let ourselves out of the prison. And we need to realize that, yes, there is only one life. And that part of your story is gone. It's dead. It's in the past. You can't even go back there. The person that he molested, that's every cell in that little girl's body doesn't even exist anymore. She doesn't even exist. So I'm so thankful that it really made an impact. And this is the reason why I started the whole Fearless Female Movement is because when we share our stories, we realize that you're not the only one suffering and that there really is a path to healing. And that once you find that path of healing, you will find freedom on the other side. So thank you so much, Bryn, for sharing that. So as we wrap up this episode, what would you say is your nugget of wisdom for the ladies who may be listening to here? Yeah, you're, you are really only one choice away from living any, any life, any, any life you want from, from freedom. You're one choice away, just mm-hmm. like Paola said. You have the keys and you can either keep yourself in the dungeon and in the pain, or you can choose to step out of it. It really, truly is just a choice. I love it, Bryn. So after you chose to completely come out, what have you been doing now with your life? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) You had a lot of wins and I want people to experience (laughs) the wins you've been experiencing now because your life has been completely different. Yeah. You know, it's funny though, that you ask that because I have, I've had a lot of wins in business. You know, I've, I've really developed my skills. And like I said, when 
you know, realizing that impacting other people just was the the thing that brought me joy because mm-hmm. I wasn't experiencing real joy in my own life. Then it was easier for me just to help impact other people. And so, yes, I've had a lot of business wins. You know, I have a ginormous network marketing team that does $2 million in sales a month. You know, awesome. I'm a millionaire, however many times over, you know, <laughs> I have a, a coaching business where I help other women entrepreneurs, you know, I empower them and I help them crush their businesses online. But I'll tell you one thing, none of, none of that even holds a candle to the last two months of my life. And for the first time, really stepping into a real intimate relationship. None of it even holds a candle to that. That's awesome, Bryn. Seriously, my smile is from cheek to cheek. I'm so excited for you. And so thankful that you came on this podcast and shared your story. Where can my audience find you, Bryn Lang? You can find me on Facebook, just under Bryn Lang. You can find me on Instagram, Bryn Lang One. I'm I'm out there. I'm loud. I'm a whoop whooper. <laughs> so if you like loud people, then you might like me, which is funny because I'm an introvert. But I just want to say one more time before we end this, Paola, you're a life changer. Aww. You have changed my life. And God, God brought us together if not for any other reason, but for you to help me live a full life. So I just want to say thank you and what you do matters. And I I mean, I will be forever indebted to you. Oh my gosh, you are going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. That truly means a lot to me, knowing that that my story impacted you and your life and your kids' life is going to, it just really brings a lot of joy to my heart. So thank you so much. Thank you again for being on the podcast. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again for listening to Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser. If you love this episode, make sure to share it with your friends. You can find me on the internet at fearlessfemale.com, on Facebook, the Fearless Female Movement, on Instagram at Fearless Female Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And ladies, remember, we have the power to rise and face everything. Until next week, goodbye.